0: A cosmologist is someone who studies the history of the universe. So we think about the universe on the largest possible scales and time scales. So we study uh, everything that we can see as far out um, as the most distant objects that are visible to man in the sky. And we study uh, what happens to those objects and those very large length scales over timescales that are similar to the age of the universe so over billions of years. So we don't worry about the planets or the galaxies or the stars. We worry about the universe as a whole.
1: Uh, to that grandmother, to that man there at home, and um, why should they care about cosmology?
0: They should care about cosmology because we're trying to understand where our place in the universe is. It is, in some ways, the, the greatest mystery uh, that we have right? In the, in the physical world is where did the universe come from? Why does it look the way it does? What are the forces that gave rise to all the interesting structure that we see? And we ask that question all the time in, in science. But when we talk about the universe as a whole, it's the grandest question we can ask. We're not asking... Where do individual people come from? Or why does this ball roll down this hill? We're asking, how did the universe itself uh, arise?
1: And then why is this the golden age of cosmology?
0: Ah, that's a great question. So this is the golden age of cosmology for two reasons. Um, The first reason is that we have incredible experiments that are producing uh, amazing data that show us the universe in ways that we've never seen before. So some of those are satellite experiments that try and observe what happened in the very earliest moments of the universe's history. Um, and some of those are, for example, the square kilometer array that will be built in South Africa um, over the next uh, 10 or 20 years, will probe the universe uh, more recent times to try and understand what the universe is doing now and what it will do in the future. So that uh, influx of data is really the thing that's driving this golden age of cosmology. We get to see more and more inside of the universe in ways that we weren't able to do before. The second reason that it's the golden age of cosmology is that when we look at this data, we are both confirming some of our theories that we've had for a very long time of how the universe has evolved, and also we're coming up with new and interesting puzzles offer great opportunities to understand the universe better. Um, So, for example, uh, about uh, 15 years ago, it was discovered that not only is the universe expanding, but that expansion is accelerating. The universe is expanding faster and faster. And explaining that has been a major challenge in cosmology, for the last 15 years. Um, and it's that kind of interplay between experiment and theoretical uh, exploration that's really driving this golden age.
1: And then, for how long are we going to have this age of cosmology? Because I also understand that it's going to decline or fall away.
0: So, that's a very interesting question. So, I think it's safe to say that we have enough mysteries left and enough future experiments to help us understand those mysteries. The golden age of cosmology will continue for some time. Um, it's unclear, uh, continue forever, which in fact is part of the subject of my talk this evening, um, because ultimately the universe, there's only one universe, so we only get to look at it once. And that's sort of uh, limiting in the ways we can understand uh, how, uh, how the universe evolved. When you're doing a normal experiment in a laboratory, if you don't understand something, you just do the experiment the same experiment over and over again so you can gather more and more data. Whereas in cosmology, if you want to understand the universe at say the very largest lens scale, if you want to understand the phenomena that occur basically the size of the universe, there's a limit. You can only really get those numbers once. Um, we can't build another universe and look at it and try and understand and that will ultimately constrain uh what we can possibly know about the universe it leaves a little uncertainty now we probably won't hit that uncertainty for a long time maybe uh, uh i suspect long after i'm uh, long after i'm dead but uh it is definitely cosmology is qualitatively different from other sciences or other physical sciences at least because it has this limitation that we're observing the universe we get one universe to look at and we have to try and understand it. It's not like we can make lots of universes and see, come up with general use, uh, rules for how they work.
1: Which brings me to my next question. Um, why would you be looking at what's going to happen after the golden age of cosmology?
0: Ah, so that's a, that's a good question. Um, I guess the answer to that is um, I wanted to make a, a point that there really is this interplay in science between uh, philosophy and uh, scientific progress. And most of the time, that interplay doesn't matter very much because we, um, we can gather more data and uh, the, the, it, it not so, the philosophical implications are not so limiting. But when it comes to cosmology, because, uh, as I said, there's a limit to the amount of data we can gather. Um, a lot of the way that we look at the universe depends on, uh, or can depend on our philosophical stances, like how we choose to view data and evidence, um, and what sort of things do we think are natural about the universe. And so I'm very interested in this, in this interplay between... Uh, the philosophy of science and science. And it seems to me that cosmology is a very uh, interesting place to think about uh, think about these issues. Um, I also think, you know, it's a, in some ways, the fact that there's a limit, or well, I think there's a limit, many people might disagree with me, to what we can know about the universe, is it's kind of exciting, because it means that cosmology is a subject that has an end in a way that perhaps other subjects don't. Um, and I find that, uh, unusual in, in, in the physical sciences. I should be careful when I say that cosmology has an end, actually, because it's not so much that, uh, we'll stop learning about the universe as a whole, it's just that we'll start to learn, we'll start the there'll be limits to how much more we can learn. Um, but still, that idea that, oh, this is an, a problem that we can observe the universe, we've been studying it for hundreds of years, and at least when we talk about the very larger scales, the expansion of the universe, how it started, how it might end, the fact that that has this end to it, I think is an inspirational idea that we can actually solve this problem as well as it can be solved.
1: So would you say that cosmology has an end or it doesn't have an end?
0: Ah, (laughs) um, so that's a great question. I think personally, I believe that Cosmology has, the study of cosmology will have an end. That, that will hit a limit beyond which um, we will have to focus on other problems, or at least we'll hit the limit of uh, rapidly diminishing returns. I should point out, and I think this is important, that I don't think everyone would agree with me. I think I know as many people that would disagree, as many cosmologists that would disagree as I do uh, that would agree. So it's not, it's, not something, it's not at all a settled question. But in my personal opinion, yeah, I think that uh, uh, the, the biggest questions in cosmology, we'll either be able to answer them or there's a limit to how well we can answer them and we'll reach that limit at some point in the future.
1: And then, Doctor, when when did your love for cosmology or science start?
0: A very long time ago. Um, so probably when I was, uh, so I grew up in, I was born in England and I grew up there. So probably when I was in school, I think maybe, um, I was very interested in science and I think... I decided that physics was my favorite science when I was about uh, thirteen or fourteen years old and uh the thing that I found most fascinating um so I read uh, this book by Stephen Hawking called a Brief History of Time um, when I was thinking I was fourteen or fifteen um, and of all the problems in physics that seemed the most uh the most ambitious the quest to study the entire universe seemed uh an amazing uh an amazingly ambitious and exciting idea so, uh, when I read that book and when I started to read more about science, I was uh, I was gripped. And uh, since that was four, 20 years ago, so for the last 20 years, I've been thinking about cosmology.